0: what's up you guys so if you are listening to this podcast where we're gonna get into some shit if you're listening to this on an audio only platform you cannot see me but if you're on youtube or if you are on odyssey or who knows by this point i might be on rumble as well you can see me uh video quality ain't that great but it is like very late at night, I just got um off work and got done talking to some people, and I'm like, "You know what i need to I need to do this pod. I need to do this pod. We need to have a conversation. Um, I really wanted to do this like without my lights on, but the camera quality is shit. so before we start, I'm gonna go ahead and light this candle." For the saint of lost causes. Because. We can all relate to our hearts aching over people who we feel like are lost causes. And if you're like me, you can probably also relate to having been that person for a huge part of your life. The lost cause. The person that everyone thought would never make it. Or the person that people agonized over because they wouldn't stop living in such a destructive way that not only was harming them, but harming everyone they came into contact with. And uh, if you're also like me, you know what it is like to go from being a lost cause And to go from being a person that your own mother doesn't recognize when she looks in your eyes to the polar opposite, really, um, to somebody that people actually go to for help or hope or... You know, friendship or love or comfort or inspiration, Um, somebody who can set an actual positive example of what to do as opposed to being the poster child of what not to do. Uh, You are no longer the source of somebody's agony anymore, but uh, you instead become often um, a spring of strength for people. And that is the greatest gift, I think, of having been a lost cause and coming back from that is because you have demonstrated a level of alchemy, whether you're aware of it or not, that is completely necessary and part of this human experience. But sadly, some people don't get it. And it's not their fault. I don't know why. I don't have the answer to the riddle of why some people do and some people don't. I I really don't. Um, Hold on one second. I want to figure out... Why this is saying the battery is low when it's plugged in. Hold up. Oh, well, that would be why. Because it was fucking hanging out of the outlet. Okay, so let's get into some stuff. We got our St. Jude candle right here. A little salt lamp. All right. So I don't even really know what I'm about to say to you, but... This has been building for a long time. Like I've been sitting here telling y'all, ah shit, we got to talk about CERN. Ah shit, we got to talk about you know the food, the food crisis, the inflation, the the power grid, you know, and all the solutions and where you can go to get these solutions and all these resources. If you're in my Telegram, that's where all this shit gets posted. Just so you know, like that's where all the links are go to telegram and search the great silencing uncensored that is where everything is and usually all my links for that shit is in my fucking description box of like any any you anything like if you see a link tree for me click it uh it has that shit if you see if you're on YouTube, which I suggest, or Odyssey, whatever, go to the description box. You know, even if you're looking at this on Spotify, like check check the description of the episode because it does let you type some stuff in there. So um, just understand that there are quite a bit of people working towards solutions. Like it's not. I really do not believe in wasting time. Um, in hysterics or tripping out about shit like I I just made a vlog earlier today that I'm gonna upload at some ungodly hour uh, when I was coming back from special operations equipment um, because I'm getting ready to do the fighting pistol course and training uh, this weekend at tactical response and I needed to go to SOE to get fitted for a belt, for a gun belt, so I can have something to put my holster on, my gun on, so I can have something to put uh, mag pouches on, so I can have. You know what I mean? Like I need that. I need. I need some. I need some gear like that. So, and I'm definitely gonna need it for that weekend at Tactical Response, hundred um, percent. So I got to go up there and do that, uh, that is the same place that we will be having the self-reliance festival, which is going to be fucking tremendous, uh, in 17 days. So, um, yeah, it was, it's always a, a joy, honestly, to go up there, but, um, Lord, why did I even bring that shit the fuck up? Um, I guess you'll have to watch the, the, the vlog that I'm about to post on YouTube about, like, because I'm going to be vlogging, you know, like, now, and then, like, through the tactical response workshop. Obviously, I can't, you know, show you guys, like, live footage of, like, the shooting drills and shit that we're going to be doing, Um but like you know, then a recap. Obviously, I don't know what's gonna happen. I've never done anything like this before, but I I do want to document it because I think that there's such a divide of people like not understanding. Like on one hand, like I guess I guess you could say gun culture, but the important here and and broadcast it like the majority of you would would turn it off. Like the real importance of. Of really knowing how to take care of yourself and in all levels and that is one of them versus the people that like think it's just this horrible thing and it's like well there's some of us that are doing it like not because we were, were like oh cool guns are cool no like bitch we have been through some horrific stuff that like if i were to say you would not listen to it you wouldn't like, like, just dead ass. You, you'd be like, I'm not trying to hear that shit. Like, what the fuck? So it's like when you go through certain things like that, it's like, and you, you really do understand at a core level that like, I know this is kind of cliche to say, but like nobody's coming to save you. Like, that's true. Um, the only thing that I've truly been saved by, like I, like I, I choose to call that power God, right? Um, 100%. And sometimes God will use people uh, for sure. I've had that happen. If you really want to be free and you really want to, like, take your life into your own hands, that requires responsibility, which is why so many people are willing to trade in their freedoms for comforts. It's because so they don't have to fucking be accountable and fully responsible for life. And if you really look at what that looks like, that's a lot. I mean, it's a tall order, but, like... Has anything worth having ever come without the price tag of jumping into a fucking abyss first? Of leap and the net will appear. Of, yeah, this is unknown. Yeah, this is probably terrifying. Yeah, this is going to be a lot of work. Yeah, this is going to be different than anything you've ever done. No, you don't know how it's going to turn out. But you will gain more from it than anything else. Unless you're happy, of course, with the simulation, and in which case you should stay in it because it's not easy to go against the grain of you know everything around you. But if you're not and you foresee a better life, like, yeah, you got to take that leap. You can't fucking kid yourself. You got to do it. Um, and it's little things, you know, a lot of times people get overwhelmed because they look at the big picture. They're like, oh my God, Like, and I've done this too. How am I going to get all these things, all this, like, that? it's like, okay, well, let's break it down into smaller tasks. And it's like, to where it's like more, little more manageable things that you can do every day. Um... And, the, you know, I, won't, I don't want to stray too far from the main thing I want to talk about tonight, which is the humanity, our collective psyche, and I'm sorry to break it to you if you haven't fucking noticed, but there's juice in here. So don't, like, don't be a bitch and run from the dark when you hear this fucking topic, all right? There's some juice in here. This is where the fucking gems are. This is real shit. This is real ascension, ascension shit. This is, but has anybody else noticed that humanity seems to be going through quite the dark night of the motherfucking soul right now? Because we've been noticing for a minute, but right now shit is like heating up. And the reason why I've mentioned CERN is because like, I remember when it got kicked on in April and our, I allegedly get, you know, got kicked on in, in July and I wasn't really giving it too much hype. Like, or really paying a whole lot of attention to it in July. But, like, until I noticed, like, everything around me, including timelines, energy, um, changes in people, changes in me, even the the sensation and experience of time, everything fucking sped up, dude. Like, on a level that I've never seen. Like, something fucking happened. But it's not a coincidence that for sure me and pretty much everybody that i fucking know um is experiencing the same thing and i i'm dealing with people that they're not just people that live near me or hang out with me every day or da 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 no these are people that are all over the fucking world like or and, and in all all different states in the united states like because i have friends all over the place i've been a lot of places. I've lived a lot of places. Okay. So, um, and everyone's going through it. Mm, Yeah. No, I don't think that's a coincidence at all. Um, and it's kind of freaky. A lot of us are like on the same timelines, like dealing with like actually the same shit. I'm just like, fuck. Uh, but there's juice in this. So You know what, I think I was trailing off on probably three different things before I just started talking about this, which is something I need to work on, like, now that I'm podcasting, is, like, I can really get all over the place, but you know whatever i was saying fuck it if you want to learn about like the gun stuff and the tactical response stuff and that journey um go to my youtube channel scroll down past the music videos and go to the vlogs and podcast playlist and it will literally be right there my youtube channel name is testimona so uh and you can find that in my hyperlink my link tree so yeah go there if you want to see that shit uh but otherwise i'm gonna i'm gonna just keep going on the dark night of the soul stuff so so here's the juice and i and this is where i get like kind of frustrated with people when they want to evo- when they when they jump at uh shadows you know no pun intended here but like when they you know they're like oh god dark night of the soul that sounds intense i don't want to talk about it it's like well are you a bitch like okay maybe i should be a little nicer um what's wrong with you like okay that wasn't nice either like i'm just like bro a big reason why our society is as fractured as it is why it is so hard for people to have authentic lasting relationships why it is so rare to find people who genuinely love themselves and genuinely love others, and oh wow, I'm about to take it a step further, who can unconditionally love others, because those people do exist, they're rare, but they exist, Um, why do you think it's so hard, why do you also think that our society, our communities are so fragmented, right, like, For the people that live in population-dense areas, tight blocks, neighborhoods, whatever, uh, apartment complexes, do you know people that you live in your apartments with? Do you know everybody on your street? Do you know everybody on your block? Some of you do. But most of you do not. I fucking don't. I don't. I don't know anybody who lives in my apartment building. And, like i've fucking seen him outside here and there whatever when i get home it's like i'm not i don't stop to talk to him you know i'm just like i don't like fucking the world just like everybody fuck off i want to go back inside my apartment for a minute um so it's like why why do you think that is because that wasn't the case for my grandparents and I would imagine, you know, everybody up from that as well, you know, my grandparents came from Sicily, right? But like, when they came here, they came to New York and like literally the entire fucking neighborhood that they lived in, in Long Island was, they were all, it was all family. They were all family from Sicily. Everybody was like cousins, aunts, uncles, whatever, da da, da. like everybody knew everybody, You know, um, and that was that was the importance of family. It's like, and it ain't just family. It was like a whole network. When and we do use that word now. I was listening to Jack Spirico talk about this. Like, I shared his podcast uh, when he speaks on this um, in my Telegram is one of the more recent posts where I was like, "Yo, if you guys listen to anything, please listen to this." Because he really is able to articulate and break down, you know, why these intentional communities and community building isn't working. Because I guess 95% of them fail or some shit. And it's like, I've been saying this for a hot minute like, the most underrated, underspoken piece of prepping is the spiritual and emotional uh, health of the of every individual it's like bro you can have all the stored water all the water filtration the fucking best ifac all the all the medicines all 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 years of food storage um you know fucking alternative energy you know solar panels that aren't pieces of shit uh i used to work for a solar panel company so i'm a little bit like jaded for the from that industry ones that don't suck shit um you know if you want to know who to not buy from fucking talk to me uh because <laughs> some of these motherfuckers are out here scamming the shit out of people which is exactly why i did not last very long at that job like as soon as i found out what the deal was i was like yeah i didn't sign on to uh fuck people out of their retirement like bye <laughs> i'm not doing that shit for money bro i'd rather fucking go back to being a criminal fuck you because that's uh, what's the difference i'm not stealing from fucking good i'm not going up no never, never mind okay see see we there we go with another rabbit hole i'm trying y'all i'm trying this is episode number five um bear with me but he was talking about that and he was like he, and, and i believe this too i believe it's by design I do. I believe that we have all been conditioned to be, you know, divide and conquer, separate. Let's categorize ourselves and just more and more and more and more. Um, Obviously, the pandemic was tremendously helpful in, you know, furthering that because it got everybody really conditioned to. And inertia is a real thing, right? Like an object that stays in motion, or an object in motion that stays in motion, an object at rest stays at rest. So we conditioned everybody to like stay at home and not really do fuck all, um, do all their human interaction through Zoom or FaceTime or texting, uh, zone out in front of Netflix to blot out the fucking misery of your existence and the uselessness of it, you know, when you're in, uh, you know, obeying the rules of a lockdown and like, you know, everything you've been doing is now closed or gone, whatever. Um, I get that, trust me. Um, and when you're like, you know, ordering your food through like apps, like you, ain't, you're probably, maybe you didn't even go to like the grocery store. Maybe there was no food at the damn grocery store. I dealt with that for fucking months. That, that, that went on for a long time. People fucking trying to act like food shortages, anything, bitch. I, I couldn't even go to a grocery store, like within, like anywhere near within like an hour of where I live. Like I had to drive so far out to like get just enough of what, just enough for like a couple of days um, that lasted a very long time, a very long time. So I can tell when there's little signs of incoming food shortages. Like I'm really sensitive to that cause I fucking remember that shit. I know what it's like to walk into a store and come out with nothing in your hands. I know what that's like. And that in my opinion was a dry run. So, I think I think we're seeing controlled demolitions of all kinds and I've spoken on you know like documents like silent weapons for quiet wars and like an outlined agenda of how to uh essentially dismantle not only the community but the nuclear family and basically like isolate everyone so so every archetype in a family right whether it be like the children the father the mother whatever um all of them are, are not working together there's no free thought there's no like there's no spirit that spirit's been broken in it's it's owned controlled and predicted now by the state and it's done so without their awareness it's perfect it's programming it is it's programming um but that has to ha- that had that had to happen you know, in order for things to be the way that they are, and if you don 't believe that things are that way, dude, look around, look in your own life look at look within yourself if you don 't see that shit you're like you 're probably the only person that i 'm like, ugh. like you know, I probably just lit that lost cause or yeah, <laughs> this candle here for uh lost causes and stuff and hard cases that 's for you uh <laughs> if you still can 't see that." uh we got saint jude burning for you all right so so the dark night of the soul this is why i'm like why do people shy away from this shit why well cuz it sounds scary right dark night of the soul nobody wants to do that cuz it implies being in darkness and it implies pain which is pretty fucking stupid, if you think of. I'm sorry, I really don't have much tact right now. Um, it, it is pretty fucking stupid, if you think about it, because yo, there's pain in life. There's suffering in life. Like we're here to learn how to deal with that, like in the most graceful, non-harmful, alchemical, uh, creative way possible. Because pain, for me. I mean, my God, if you want to talk about some diesel to your fucking engine, there is no motivator like extreme pain or just pain in general. Who is motivated to do a total overhaul of their mental, physical, and spiritual life if they're comfortable? Nobody ever, right? Because people like ease, they like comfort. So that's why, like one of my favorite sayings, which I did not make up, but I heard it when I first got sober in 2009, was "there is no room for comfort in a growth zone, and no room for growth in a comfort zone." That stuck with me. That's been—it's been 13 years. That's that still sticks with me. Uh, I still remember the day I heard it. You know, I probably had like shit i probably had like 35 days clean when i heard that um and now it's 13 years later and i'm podcasting on my new apartment floor across the country (laughs) to you telling you (laughs) anyway so the dark night of the soul what this means everybody has a different word of it but it is a death and a rebirth and when people hear death again they freak out and uh, you know oh, okay y'all need to chill i don't know like where uh, maybe we're not first off we're not talking about a physical death i'm not telling everybody oh you're all going to die no um that's not what it means it means it means it, it, it means an ego death essentially dark nights of the souls often arise when we go through a season of loss or, like, great upheaval or change or, like, something comes out of nowhere and just, like, you know, gives us this universal, this, like, spiritual suplex. You know what I mean? Like, we're just, like, what the fuck? And then we got two options from that point, right? So, and I got it. It breaks my heart when I see people do, do the... uh Not helpful one, right? But then again, who am I to say what's helpful and not helpful? Maybe that's their path. You know, maybe that's their karma. I don't know. But you have two choices because we have free will, right? So anybody can fight it and blame and stay stay a victim of circumstance the whole way through until eventually the tides turn, and they ain't going to learn fuck all. They're going to get worse, and they're going to have to be faced with the same lesson again. But depending on how deep they've buried themselves in denial, they might not even recognize that it's the same lesson again. And they could be stuck in that cycle for decades. That's that's real shit. Um, and I speak from experience, actually. There are lessons I have had to learn in this life and I'm still learning that are ones I have been faced with for a very long time. And for a while I chose to either not look at it, to run from it, to numb it, um, to be a victim, to blame, to think that I had already done enough work when really I hadn't, uh, to always place the conditions of like whether or not that area of my life was a success or a failure on, you know, external things, uh, things out of my control, which is stupid, right? That's that uh, that's just dumb. So when you're in this dark night of the soul, I'll give you an example if you like don't know what I'm talking about for real. Because I'm going through one right now, and so are a lot of people that I know. I'll give you a brief example. I'm not going to get into everything, okay? But uh, let's just say that in the last month and a half, I have experienced a lot of loss. One of my closest friends on this planet, which marks the fifth one. In under a year, uh, died about a fucking week ago, um, and before that, you know, I experienced a pretty abrupt, dramatic loss of another relationship. The person's not dead, but they are to your life. You know what I mean? Like not not in the sense of oh, you're dead to me. No, I don't mean it like that. But they are as a, in this sense that that. That that value that you placed on that human being and their presence in your life, that shit's dead. That shit's gone. It, it does not exist anymore. It doesn't. So, like, that's going to affect you if you if you allow yourself to, you know, to to have that experience. Uh, you know, some of us are not able to just like turn off our feelings and just be like, nah, I'm not gonna feel it. Or some of us have that option, but We know it doesn't work for us anymore. Like, I'm in that camp where it's like, yeah, I could run from this. I could numb this pain, like, pretty easily, but it doesn't work anymore. I used to do that shit in my early 20s. It does not work for me now. I'm not in my early 20s. It doesn't work. It it actually makes it worse in my experience. So I don't do it because I'm like, I'd rather learn the lessons that I need to learn from it and uh, grow and, like, use it as a springboard you know, to accelerate my life even more in a positive direction than to just get consumed by all the toxic bullshit we do when we don't want to fucking face the truth in our lives. And tr- the truth can look different for everybody. I don't fucking know, dude. I get myself into trouble when I try to tell other people what they need to look at. So, but I can talk about, I can talk about me, right? Like, I can say this is what, because I know what the fuck Um or i 'm it 's being revealed to me you know that 's what happens when you ask you know, watch out for that, but um yeah so so there was those two losses, there was a housing loss, a move, like all very, very abrupt. Um, there were job changes, there was some financial stuff, financial struggles. Uh, there I mean, it was just a lot. It was just kind of like every area of life got flipped upside down and it all happened in like a, like when it kicked off, it all started in like a, it happened within 48 hours um obviously my you know my friend dying that was a week ago um and i you know whatever not not whatever but i mean like whatever as in like the time like what the timing what the fuck ever but i was already like in this space where i was just like what the fuck is going on like you know all my all my everybody has their like core wounds or whatever from trauma that they've experienced in their life and like All of my main ones were hit and lit up, and I was just, like, in this state of, like, fight or flight, and also, I, like, I'm sorry, dude, but, like, I don't do well when, like, I'm, like, yo, I don't know where, where I'm about to live, or, like, how I'm gonna make this happen, or how I'm gonna get the money up to, like, do this, that, and the third, I don't know how this is gonna work out, like, da-da-da, um, It's a lot, especially when you're also doing, like, music and, like, you have upcoming events planned and, like, all this other shit and, like, commitments and you're just like, how, how, like, you know, like, collaborations too. You're like, how the fuck, how am I going to keep up with all this shit? It gets really overwhelming. Um, So, A Dark Night of the Soul, I didn't think it was going to be that intense, but... For me, when I asked, because I was in a lot of emotional pain because all my stuff was, all my issues were triggered, right? And it was like this season of loss, of emptying out. Like, I even gave up the vape. I told you I quit smoking cigs a couple months ago, but I've been vaping the entire time. So, like, and I discovered that that's more, actually more addicting than the cigs. I thought I could taper off with a vape. That's not true um so i had to just take the vape with a full cartridge and throw it in a dumpster uh 13 days ago because i'm like i'm fucking done i'm done and like a year from now i want to be going on tour and like in 17 days i'm gonna be like on a stage performing for an hour so like what the fuck am i doing poisoning myself every day and like assaulting my primary instrument which is my vocal cords like what the fuck like this, this, this stops. So, like, even that, even that went. That, that's a fucking eighteen, nineteen year addiction, bro. That's like nicotine. Are you fucking kidding me, dude? I was smoking so fucking young. Holy shit, so young. So, so there was a lot going on, right? Like, and again, I'm not telling you everything, but I feel like me telling you, like, you know, this has been a year of death for for some of the closest people to me. Um, it's been a year of intense transition, like moving across the country. Um, it's been a year of like extreme risk taking. It's been a year of a lot of grief and a lot of loss. And it's also been a year of massive spiritual transformation. And though that's what I mean by the juice. So here's the options in a dark night of the soul. You're basically left with two choices. You're in a lot of pain for whatever circumstances. You have the choice to slow down and hey and and say, okay, yo, what's the lesson here? And let me notice what feelings are coming up and feel them and figure out what the fuck's going on. And depending on what the situation I'm in, you know, how do I need to examine this situation? To learn the lesson I need to learn. So this doesn't become some repetitive theme. That becomes an anchor around my neck. And a preventer and sabotager of all progress. Because I refuse to look at myself. Because at the end of the fucking day dude. Like it's never going to fucking set you free. To be the victim. It's never going to set you free to be like. Oh everything's always everyone else's fault. Like no it's fucking not. Like even if you're surrounded by lying fucking psychopaths. At some point, you got to be like, yo, why am I surrounding myself with lying psychopaths? What does that say about how I feel about myself and my fucking worth? That's a problem right there. I can't control those people, but I can control who I surround myself with. That's for sure. I absolutely can. And if I feel like I can't, well, then that's another thing I got to examine. You know what I mean? So do you see what I'm saying by that? Like... That's what I mean by like the victim mentality doesn't fucking help anybody. It it does not help us. It, it really doesn't. There like to me there is no more disempowering toxic place that you could put yourself in than like self pity, victim, woe is me. Everyone else is the bad guy. It's like cool. If that's the case then like you you just made yourself out to be like a helpless hopeless victim of circumstance and you just gave the power of your well-being over to like literally whoever is in your life that you are having a problem with cuz the reality is is you're never going to be able to control the behavior or will of other of other humans you're not The only thing that you can have control over and even sometimes you'll slip here I do I do All the time. I did tonight. Fuck. You should... I'm not going to say what happened tonight. But, like, yeah, I got a little... uh, I was like, oh, just kind of went from zero to prison right there. So, like, you know, that was a little bit of a jump. Uh, A little concerning. So... But, yeah, I, I, I had a big reaction to something tonight, and I, I almost did something stupid. I'll just leave it at that. So it's like even sometimes it's like, like I had to go outside and pray and, like, take deep breaths and be like, oh, my God. Like, okay, if I could – like, I had to literally ask the – you know, who I pray to, which I choose to call God or creator or whatever. You know what I mean? But what – when i go out there and i pray and i say i need you to show me how to how to act in this situation because like what i want to do is going to be a big problem for like multiple people including me <laughs> so like like i need to know how to how to navigate this and then i had to switch and then be like if i could if I was my five year from now self and looking at me in this situation, what would I what kind, what advice would I give myself? And I had to do that, and that that actually did kind of work. I was still heated as fuck, but like I didn't do the thing that like could have caused a lot of problems and like everybody's fine so uh one person has no idea how lucky they are that they're breathing but other than that you know do you see what i'm saying though like like i ain't fucking perfect motherfucker like i will tell you when i am crazy and, and like you know all over the map or whatever it's like you know so back to the dark night of the soul like, let's just say things have been uh, challenging. And when I when I made the decision to be like, okay, I want to learn from this. I want to use this time to heal. I do not want... Like, if I have to be back in this space again, let it be for a different reason. Like, damn. We're always going to make mistakes. But, like, does anybody ever get tired of making the same fucking ones? Because I know I'm not the only one that does, that has their patterns, Right? Mine usually center around uh, either poor discernment and boundaries or the hyper opposite of like total unwillingness to trust people, uh, burning shit to the ground before anything bad has even happened because i'm scared of getting hurt. So it's like one of the two. It's like, yo, you should not be have let that motherfucker around you. Like what are you thinking? Where is your where is your common sense? Where is your self-worth? Where are your priorities at? You're slipping. It's either that or it's like, yo, dude, you are like burning everything to the ground around you because you're fucking scared and you have all this unresolved shit that you're making people who have nothing to do with with it pay for it basically like you're throwing a fucking adult temper tantrum is what you're doing i'm talking about myself here so like don't like when i'm really like not doing well and like in my i guess you could say in the shadow or like at my worst or whatever like you will see those behaviors pop up right well i don't want that to keep happening do i So I I did end up praying and asking and I was like, uh, you know, I said, I said, okay, like show me the lesson that I am supposed to learn in this situation. I will not try to bargain with you. I will not try to make, you know, excuses or concessions or take what I want to hear maybe and like leave the rest. Like, no, like I will just dead ass listen and face it and do exactly what the fuck I am told to get through this. And to, to learn it, how I'm supposed to learn it, to learn what I'm supposed to learn, like, like let's just cut the shit at this point. You know what I mean? Let's cut the shit. Um, let's, let's do the work here. And a few nights later, first uh, truth bomb kind of hit me. And I was like, what the fuck? Weird situation. Not going to get into it right now but uh some information i don't know where it came from but i just remember i was journaling and listening to music and my brain was like boom here's a glimpse of yourself you haven't seen before and i was like what the fuck and i was like yo this whole last like period of time like like the last like 5 weeks or whatever like ever since i got all lit up about shit i have been running on Levels of fear and anger and hurt to such an extreme that I've been intoxicated by them. Because I literally felt like I was coming to. But I'm not on drugs, right? And I don't drink. So like... But I literally felt like somebody who had just gotten sober from like an alcohol or like a meth bender. Like that's what it felt like when the first one hit me. Like it felt like looking back and being all holy shit what the fuck did i just do what the fuck have i been doing oh my god and there's no nothing to blame it on bro that's how powerful emotion is and don't be a bitch and be like that's why i don't feel emo-. no you don't feel emotion because you're a pussy i'm sorry but like it is just as cowardly to repress your emotions as it is to fucking make other people pay for the ones that you don't know how to regulate, two fucking wings, same goddamn bird of bitch, okay? So anyway, back to the dark night of soul um, <laughs> so so yeah, I, yeah, you can tell I'm a little a little frustrated, so um. I wanted to learn that, so I got that first download. I was like, oh, shit. Shit. So, you know, I took steps. You know, for me personally, what does that look like? You know, I had to, like, get myself back in therapy with a, like, you know, a a therapist that's like, specializes in, you know, things like PTSD because, like, dumbass fucking talk therapy doesn't work for me. Like, it's like, all right, if all my issues and stuff is triggered and running around, Like let's, this is the perfect time to work on them. This is not the time to try to put them back in a box and like not feel it. No, they're out, which means that perfect. They're easy to work on because they're on full display. They're right there. Like I don't have to go into therapy and be like, fuck, like now I got to dig all this shit up. Nope. Don't have to. They're above ground. They're running around. It's fine. Like (laughs) let's just deal with them now. So I went and did that. And uh I am part of a recovery program. I am living in a new city um, the way that the particular program works that I am part of, which I am not going to say what it is, but uh you know there is a framework for doing spiritual work uh that ties into you know freedom from addiction, but not just freedom from addiction it's it's like emotional sobriety it's like working on. Um, you know, uprooting your fears, your resentments, like anything that that gets in the way of your usefulness to this world and to you know whatever. But anything that any anything that makes you a fucking asshole, basically, that's that's how you kind of work on it. So you know, so you could stop being an asshole, basically. That's how to make it simple. Um, and you know, that framework is undergone. Uh, If you're a female, typically you will go through it with another woman, man, typically another man, just because, you know, like, you know, usually, not always, but usually that's how it goes. And uh, since I've been in this new city, um, well, I've been in two new cities, actually, same state. um, I have not linked with a woman to do said work. Well, I fucking have now. Um, and actually I can't make this podcast that long because I got to meet her at a coffee shop in the morning. (laughs) So, you know, and other than that, it's been like meditation. It's been like, you know, spending time in nature, spending time with friends. Like, bro, I even like changed some of my stuff about my spirituality. Like I even like, you know, checked out some new stuff that I had never done before. Um, read some new stuff I had never read before. Um stopped doing certain things that I used to always do because things will serve you until they don't, you know? Something can become a great handicap that was once a tremendous asset uh, if, if one is growing. Um, and I never thought I would, like, stop doing that particular thing. You know what I mean? I never did. But I'm like, yo, this is not how... This is not how I'm, this is not the lesson or the message I'm getting. Like, I'm getting the message to stop doing this shit and to like learn how to have faith and to like let go and not be always trying to be in the know about everything and controlling everything and da 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 da. Because what does that make me like? Definitely a fucking nervous wreck and like hairpin triggered temper for sure. Uh, I mean, it just brings out all the the shit about human nature that, like, one would rather not have, you know? But, But we all have that tendency, sliding scale. Depends on how much you water that shit. I'm not trying to water that shit anymore. But then the next two nights after that night, I just told you about the realizations hit even heavier. And the second night, I was like, oh, my God. Like, I just saw... I just saw... How I burn shit to the ground in the anticipation of pain. Not even like, like, okay, when pain's starting for sure, but like even in the anticipation of pain, like I will just fucking burn something to the ground and just be like, bye and just like, just fucking kill it. Like just dead it in the water as opposed to doing the harder thing. Which means speaking your truth and being emotionally vulnerable, even if you don't feel safe doing it around that person. It could be for valid reasons or it could be reasons of like you being jaded from your past. There's only one fucking way to find out, typically, if it's like gray area shit. But what I have discovered is like even if the other person like isn't receptive to the shit that you have to say or whatever, sometimes you're in situations where it's like, you know what? I'm not doing it for their response. Like I'm doing it to honor my own experience and my own fucking feelings and my own truth. So I am going to speak the truth. And then whatever comes after that, I can accept it knowing that I actually said what I really fucking meant because when you go and approach something that's been like really bothering you but you're not vulnerable about it and like you go about it a certain type of way and like maybe you're more so on the attack and uh you know the fuck you I'm done message for sure is not lost on the person but like you didn't really get to speak what was on your heart. You played it safe. And when I say you, I mean me. Um, that's not a good feeling. It's not. Because it, and it doesn't matter the outcome. It doesn't matter what happens after that conversation. But I look back on that now and I'm like, yo. like I deserve better than that. The other person, to my knowledge, deserves better than that. Um... And the, di- the, 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 the relationship that I had and, like, the value that it, that, that it had in my life way deserved much more than that. Like, what the fuck? Are you kidding me? Are you fucking serious? And I just went and did that shit. I did that shit. I did that shit because I was fucking scared. I was not honest because I was afraid and that is a really fucked up feeling and sometimes we get the privilege of getting to make amends sometimes but if somebody doesn't want to fucking talk to you what who the fuck are you to like barge back into their life after you hurt them you know what i'm saying like like you know i don't know um sometimes you get the privilege of making an amends and getting to clear the air. Sometimes, sometimes you do not. And the lesson or whatever part of the consequences of your actions is you have to live with them. Whatever that looks like. And it's often not up to you at all after what's done has been done. Sometimes, but not always. You know, the situations are different. Um... So, you know, like, like, it just, I don't know, like, back in the day, I don't think I would have given a fuck. Um, Or I would have stayed making that person the bad guy. I don't think I would have given a fuck. But for whatever reason, this is the benefit of those dark night of the souls. It's like it gives you an opportunity to see your shadow. And often that starts out... By thinking something or someone else is the problem. And I'm not saying that there isn't any validity in that that person, place, or thing might be fucking problematic. But the way that we respond to it is more telling of us than it is the other person or place or thing, right? Because ultimately they're mirrors to us of what is unhealed in ourselves that's what a lot of these dynamics are like to where we're like why why did it happen it happened so you could grow at an exponential fucking rate you would not have grown and been propelled and been able to see this shit about yourself and become a better person stronger person more more this more that more what, whatever more of who you're supposed to become if you wouldn't have you know had the living shit triggered out of you and lost your fucking lost it for like <laughs> couple like handful of weeks or whatever you know what i mean like an act of a fucking fool um and you know burned a lot of shit to the ground and you know da 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 and like had to go through this whole thing and then realize like oh my god i fucking have <laughs> a lot of the things that that i might criticize someone else for i'm totally guilty of like a lot of the things that i might hate the most about people certain people not hate but, but, like, really, just be like, just fucking get so mad about. I have been able to find examples where I have embodied those exact same fucking traits. Uh, like a hundred percent. So I'm like, well, that's not a fucking coincidence now, is it? I heard somebody say they said,, uh, once a degree of awareness is established, right?" The ego sees its behavior and becomes horrified by it. So then I hit that point and I went into that spiral, right? Which again can be another trap of like, oh my God, what have I done? Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, I'm so fucking. Da, 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 da. Okay, that's more self obsession. Don't do that. Like, because the whole fucking thing is when we judge our experiences or ourselves or our feelings or what the fuck ever, you keep it stuck. This stuff is meant to be processed and moved through us, felt through us, experienced through us, so we can move through it and onto the next season. And having taken and harvested the lessons from it. It's not meant to be stagnant, dead, stuck. That's like totally contrary to the rhythm of life. It, that doesn't work. It doesn't work. So, but that's but I didn't know that though. But that actually is what what judging our experience does, or judging ourselves for having a certain type of experience, or judging someone else for having a certain type of experience, or uh, judging our feelings. That's how we repress our emotions. Is we're like, oh, I shouldn't be feeling this, or I don't deserve to. I'm not validated in feeling this way, or. Oh, I must be a bitch if I feel like this or I must be a fool if I feel like that or you know da 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 um you get it, you know what I mean? So that that's why there's this split right of like dark night of the soul. I don't know what it's gonna look like for everybody, but basically, it's like when when you hit a bottom, when you hit rock bottom. Rock bottom is often associated with addiction. It does not have to be. It could be an emotional bottom. It could be any kind of like, damn, I am like at a fucking low. Like you are in like the dark valley of your fucking life, where you're like, holy fucking shit, holy fucking shit. Like everything is turned up on its ass, and like I cannot see. Clearly, I barely, my ass is barely fucking sleeping. Like, I am a fucking wreck. Like, I don't even know how I'm going through the motions every single day. Like, this is insanely painful. What the fuck? Um, you got two choices. You sit in it. Sit with it. Um, absolutely seek solutions, but not, to, not, not just for the sake of getting out of pain not, that's what I've noticed too, is that this, cause I used to be like so obsessed with like fixing myself that I actually made myself like way more neurotic <laughs> by doing that. Um, so you can, you know, like you can take anything too far. Um, but yeah, like, so, so, so not to the point of, oh my God, I have to fix it. I have to fix it. I have to get out of this pain. I don't want to feel this anymore. Da, 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 da. I have to fix myself. No, 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 no. Slow the fuck down. Like, that's the thing, is, like, it's a lot of, like, and I don't know what your lesson is for your fuck, because I've had more than one of these, and they're different every time. Um, Or they're just more intense of, like, the same version of the shit, but, like, for now, like, a big thing that I'm getting is, like, patience. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen, do you, bitch? Like, and you hate that feeling, don't you, motherfucker? Like, sit with it. Have faith. This is where faith comes in. This is where patience comes in. This is where restraint comes in. You better learn this shit now. You want to be burning shit down the rest of your fucking life? No, I do not. So, a lot of things will come to you when you uh, slow the fuck down a lot. But it's excruciating. I'm not going to lie. It's very fucking painful. You will be pushed to the fucking edge. That's the point. The point is to break open. Have you ever heard that saying, open up and let God out? Have you ever heard that saying, God breaks the heart over and over until it remains broken open? I mean, I've experienced that shit not broken apart, not broken down, I mean, broken open, meaning, like, you don't have a wall of ice around your damn fucking heart chakra all the time, and, bro, I, I'm when to talk, right, like, <laughs> um, because I can be that way sometimes, sometimes, not always, it's, like, I usually get there because I was too reckless with it in the first place. And then like I go to the other extreme, but you know, isn't that the case for most people? So, and ultimately it's just an excuse because like that literally helps nobody to be walking around with a closed heart, a narrow mind. Woe is me. Fuck everybody. I can't trust nobody. Da 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 da. How, really? What use is that? Walking around on the earth. Because check it out, bro. Like every fucking human being has the innate, implanted, down to your motherfucking DNA instinct of partnership and of community. Because we are tribal animals. It is literally a matter of survival. Especially right now, motherfucker. You think the government's going to fucking help you when the food stops? When the fucking grid goes down? When the money don't mean shit? You think they're going to come in and help you? They're doing a great job right now, aren't they? Huh? How are the people... Oh, never mind. You know what? Never mind. Uh, I was about to go on another rant. Uh, Let's keep it. Let's keep it in this arena right now, okay? Uh, Nobody's coming to help you. (laughs) That's That's why we need community. But look at, like, how fucking retarded and crippled we are. Like in our and i'm speaking on myself too motherfucker like look at this shit like right now things aren't even that bad they're not they're not if you're paying attention you 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 see what's happening and you're like oh shelves are gonna be fucking empty real soon because uh this year's harvest uh didn't really go as planned um so (laughs) uh yeah it's very important to be able to have community, and it's also really important to have partnership. And I see so many people right now, like just in a fucking scramble. That's why I wrote "Alien Tumbleweed," bro. Like, it, by the way, if you haven't heard that song, it's streaming on all platforms. Just search "Testimona" on any fucking place that you listen to music. Uh, check out "Alien Tumbleweed," a new single also that ties into my "This Dark Night of the Soul." Tells some of the story of it. Not all of it, though. There's multiple songs. But the first one is coming out October 7th. Um, I'm going to set up a pre-save link, I think, tomorrow uh, for people. So you should, like, yeah, I'll have it posted places and stuff. You can pre-save it for uh, Spotify and Apple Music and I believe iTunes as well. Um yeah so that one's gonna be that one's fucking deep but y'all should yeah listen to alien tumbleweed if you haven't heard that one though that one just came out um and that was literally about all the people that i knew like a bad signal to all the people i knew that 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 are searching for safety searching for like-mindedness searching for community searching for connection searching for belonging searching for a better fucking life than, than this surface inauthentic bullshit. I mean, look no further than a fucking dating app. Like has anybody else like experienced the soulless interactions that go on, on those fucking things? Like I truly do not understand how that works for anybody. Truly. I like meeting people in person like, at actual things, events, I don't know, like, whatever, um, but I have been on, like, a dating app before, Oh, like, I, bro, it, it ain't lasting longer than fucking 48 hours before, I'm like, fuck this, because it's an onslaught of, half of them look like serial killers, honestly, and the other half easily could be, you know what I mean, and it's just, The converse, I'm just like, what? Like, no wonder why you're on this app. But, like, also some eyes, like, what does that say about me? Like, I just got, like, curious and shit. Wanted to see what what the fuck this was all about. Because, like, everyone I know uses them. But it's, like, the conversations, people, how I'm, like, yo, this is, like, the dumbest fucking thing I've ever been a part of. And it's a huge waste of my time. Like, I and I, and I genuinely don't give a fuck. Genuinely. Truly. It is so fucking inauthentic. Like, it it, it cannot hold my interest. It can't. It, it is just, like, a screen and a picture and, like, whatever someone wants you to see about them as a first impression and, like, a couple sentences and a few pictures and... Uh, nine times out of ten, they're like the most boring fucking conversationalist ever, but they like want to hang out, and I'm just like, why the fuck would you, like, bitch, no. Um, it's, yeah, it's it's very uh, underwhelming, I will just say. I'm just like, yo, like, and you know what? You might even meet some of those people in real life and have a completely different experience, but I think that that is just such a fucking unnatural way to try to find a connection like that. Because those are a lot of people that are look, on their, they're looking for, some of them are just looking for hookups. Uh, but some of them are looking for romantic connections. But it's like, you're going to go about it like that? Really? Like window shopping, but for people? That's, like, the mo- like, just, it just, I've never heard of that going well, ever. I've heard fucking horrible things. Um, I'm sure, obviously, it has maybe for some people, but I have not ever seen that end well, ever. Just personally, I've never, I've never met somebody um, from a fucking dating app but like the people that i know that have i'm like yo that fucking really sucks (laughs) fucking what are you doing but um yeah so look no further than those uh that's a pretty good i mean i'm like really like what happened to our lives and our ability to form like face-to-face connections and look into each other's eyes and shit and be like present With each other, what happened to that ability to where we need to rely on, like, algorithms and AI to, like, match us with potential people that we might be interested in? Like, are you fucking kidding me? That's so gross. That's so weird. That is the weirdest shit to me ever. And with, like, the onslaught of just... The amount that you get hit up on those things, like, as soon as you open an account, it's, like, brr, like, your shit's fucking, like, full, you're, like, who are these people, no, 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 and you look through all the fucking people, and then as soon as you get to the bottom of the list, it, like, refreshes, like, fucking 20, 30, 40 more of them, motherfucker, and you're, like, damn, it's, like, it's a huge time waster, it's very overwhelming, it feels very inauthentic and not genuine and just like gross and i'm like why what this is like the laziest fucking way to try to make a connection when you're looking for an intimate one and i'll tell you right now i got i got no interest or like energy that i want to put toward that shit that's why that's why i said i i, I will start one and be like what's this about and then like after the first day i'm like no then I might, like, you know, be like, okay, now there's like a billion notification I'm gonna see. No, okay, I fuck this shit. This is depressing. I'm getting rid of this shit. Like, nah, I, like, no, no. Um, that has happened. I've done that two times with two different apps over the years, and they have both lasted like literally that long. Um, and and then I'm just like, no, fuck this. Like, truly, fuck this. It's, it is just, it's so gross so yeah look look no further than that but it, it's it's not just that though it's not just romantic relationships either it's it's friendships it's neighbors it's your coworkers. it's how you treat people that you know uh are like working for you or or that you work for or strangers or you know your community like fuck your kids like fucking whatever it's any kind of human and also we uh, we forget this too the relationship with ourselves like think about all that shit because dark nights of the soul ultimately is there to like you have the death and the rebirth of the ego right and ego i don't know if you've ever heard this acronym again i'm bringing up god okay but like the acronym for ego is edging god out meaning like nah, I don't need God because, like, you know, me and my little created version of myself that I've conjured up to make myself feel better and not have to look at my shortcomings, um, we got this. So, so, so the, the the fucking ego piece, that keeps us separated, like, okay, say you're an atheist, well, like, I don't give a fuck, dude. Replace the word God with whatever you want. I don't give a shit. That's the word I'm using. Um, that shit keeps us separate from each other, as well. When you got a real big ego, and uh, egos manifest differently, they're not all like people that ha- like are all like about the bravado and shit. It's not all like that. Uh, sometimes you can have a really big ego and think you're the biggest piece of shit in the world. The the point is, is that you're always fucking thinking about yourself um, and how you're perceived. You know what I mean, like so much concern with self, whether negative or positive, it doesn't matter. It just means that's where the majority of your focus is um and that's not fucking healthy. There's a way to focus on yourself and work on yourself and grow and all that shit, but there's also a way to like people are like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna focus on myself and do this and do that, and then it's like bitch no you're not (laughs) no you're fucking not I see you motherfucker no you're not like you're just using that as an excuse to be like even more fucking selfish and like you're doing it for like in all these vain ass fucking ways like, that's, that isn't self-care. That's just you literally being, like, I don't want to fucking, like, be accountable to literally anything. And I just, you know, want to disappear. Um, so, you know, there are ways, there's ways to go about this shit, like, appropriately. And, like, ways to do it where it's, like, you're still fucking avoiding, like, all the work you need to do. You're just telling yourself you're doing it. Um, but, you know, you guys can figure that out. You're adults. So, So, yeah. Um, in my little Dark night of the soul experience continued for the third night, and like the second night i I contacted somebody that I used to work with like as a spiritual he was my spiritual like me, like a mentor to me. Um, And I called him, and I was like, yo, dude, what the fuck? Like, this just happened. Like, what the fuck is going on right now? And so, like, we had to have a chat. Like, we didn't have to have a chat, but, like, we did for a while. And then uh, the third night, it was even more intense, and I was like, yo, am I on fucking, like, acid or some shit? Like, what is going on right now? Like, what the fuck is happening? Because I'm not on anything. So... I was like... I started to kind of freak out. I was like, what? Because I kept just seeing... Like, layers of my own conduct... That, again, like I just mentioned... The ego, once it becomes aware... Starts seeing itself... And is horrified by it. And that's what was happening. And I had to call one of my friends from back home... And be like, oh my fucking god... I'm freaking out right now. Like, what the fuck is going on? Um... And that person is dealing with very much, very much the same thing, um, maybe not for this maybe not the same exact like behavioral patterns or situation, but like as far as dark night of the soul or like massive transition or you know whatever, like a hundred percent even the person I was just on the phone with before I started podcasting, hundred percent person I was talking to for a while earlier today before I went into the, my fucking job hundred percent, hundred percent. And none of them are related either. Like, none of them even know each other. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Um, it's happening, man. I mean, I- I'm watching it everywhere. Like, truly, I am. E- even even when it's like, it seems like, you know, people are like, God, what is wrong with people lately? What the fuck's going on? It's like, yo, okay, this dark night of the soul energy, like, this is the whole purpose of a dark night of the soul. It is to ascend. It is, it is for spiritual advancement. That's the point. It's a rebirth. So right now we have this insane ascension rebirth energy. But in order for something to be filled, it has to fucking run dry and be emptied. And that looks like loss and heartbreak and confusion and mayhem and chaos for many of us. Um and we don't understand why. And so that's a lot of the times when people kind of jump ship and they're like fuck this, I'm not like riding this out and being patient and like, you know, sitting with the feelings and excuse me, why I need to go to bed. Um sitting with the feelings and learning from them and, you know, examining themselves and like doing taking appropriate timely next right action to like course correct. And to learn their lesson and to like face themselves and the part of themselves that is causing them fucking pain or setbacks or restrictions or whatever. Whatever they need to look at. Uh, it, it, usually it gets really uncomfortable and people are like, yeah, fuck that. And they're like, I'm going to distract myself with fill in the blank. Could be anything. You could distract yourself with anything from meth and heroin and alcohol to just obsessively exercising or binge watching TV or like literally anything to get your mind off of the thing that's screaming for your attention. That would be ones form of escapism and guess what these things are seasonal dude they all have a time limit everything has an expiration date eventually this all ends all of it hear me when i say that shit it all ends because i see a lot of motherfuckers out there living as if we're immortal and have all the time in the fucking world and paradoxically, that same behavior also looks like you wish you were dead yesterday. And I guess it just depends on the fucking viewpoint of the observer of which perspective they take. Because... And that right there comes from the fact that, yeah, I have had a lot of people close to me die in my life. And a lot of them have died in the, like in less than a year. Like, less than the last year. So one of them even just a fucking week ago. But when you have people so close to you dying that like if lightning struck any closer it would be hitting you that's how close these fucking people are to me it's it it's not even explainable but like de- their death teaches you so much and it like it hurts so fucking bad it's 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 not describable but also it makes if you have any kind of like static or disharmony or discord or whatever with with the living, with anybody who's alive, yo, it makes those strained relationships way more painful as well. Way harder. Any conflict with the living, when you got people dying around you, it hits you so different because you're like... Yo, I am literally, like, reminded of my mortality so, so much more than I feel like the average person my age is. Just because I happen to come from a background where a lot of us were involved in a certain lifestyle. And statistically speaking, you don't live out to see yourself out of that lifestyle. So, like, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of people that I came up with die and i could be one of them you know, i mean obviously we all die but like i mean like you know before before one's assumed time you never know uh you don't and uh that's what hurts when it's like i look at the living and how we relate to each other and i look at my relation the relationships i have that that are uh you know estranged or fucked up somehow uh things left unsaid unresolved shit uh you know fucking whatever the easy thing and what most people do is just cut and run and be like all right fuck that person i'm gonna just like run 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 till i don't feel or remember anymore i've done dude i've done that before with like a lot of people so like i get it um I don't really enjoy doing that anymore. Like, if it was something that was meaningful to me, I'm just like, I need to learn from it. You know what I'm saying? Um, So that's what I'm fucking doing. But it's like, it makes you think about those types of things. And you're like, what the fuck? What are we doing? What are we doing? Those of us who have so much to offer and... The way that we do it, the way that anybody does it, is by being vulnerable and sharing themselves. But we are so afraid of being vulnerable that we are going to such lengths of not sharing ourselves with the people that we should be probably sharing the most because we're scared, and that causes fucking all hell to break loose Um, in some form or fashion. It manifests differently, but like I swear to Christ... It always comes down to the fear of being fucking vulnerable. Always. And you could even boil that fear down. Well, why would someone be afraid of being vulnerable? Well, probably because they would would be afraid of... Uh Being hurt, they would be afraid of pain, they would be afraid of rejection, they would be afraid of abandonment, they would be afraid of not being good enough, you know da 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 da, but they would ultimately be afraid of of you know by letting their guard down and being vulnerable that 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 they would be hurt, and it 's like, okay, well, why would someone be afraid of being hurt okay well, pain. Okay. Yeah. I mean, ultimately I've done the exercise before where you like break this down all the way. and It's like really weird, but it always breaks down to the fear of dying alone. It's super weird. Um, it always does anyway. (laughs) Um, anyway, so I look around and I'm just like, I st- like I'm gonna be speaking on this a lot more. Like it's really late at night. I am literally only doing this podcast because I am like so agitated with like all of the energy that's in my, you know, whatever my fucking energetic container of a body and fucking magnetic field, whatever. That I'm just like I need to do this, and also like I'm busy as fuck. And it's really hard for me to carve out time to do podcasts during the fucking day. It's so hard. It's hard for me to do it at night. It's literally almost two in the morning right now. And I'm just like, well, if I'm awake, then like, fuck it, let's do it. So, so I'm just squeezing this shit in, honestly. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, I am watching this ascension energy wash over everybody, and I am watching it play out very differently. Some people are like fighting like crazy. Some people are massively diving into old dysfunctional behaviors and addictive behaviors and acting like total cons. Uh, some people are getting more in touch with themselves and into the solution than ever before. Um, Either way, it's growing pains for sure, but, like, some people are getting upgraded. Some people are getting upgraded and don't even know what the fuck any of this means, and they're just like, what the hell? And then some people are like, yo, fuck all of that, and they're fighting it to the death. And the thing is, I think I was starting to say this earlier and probably cut my own damn self off, was that this shit is still, like, time is still a thing, bro. It is. And all of this shit is seasonal and cyclical though. Don't forget that shit. Don't forget that shit. Seasonal and cyclical. Meaning this season, this fertile season of uncertainty. The fertility of uncertainty. The fertility of pain. The fertility of loss. The fertility of emptiness. Of being uprooted. Of having everything you know uprooted. Everything's changed. There's so much fertility in that because it literally means that anything's possible. Remove everything? Well, shit, then anything can go in that spot, motherfucker. What are you going to do now? But it's also a very terrifying place to be. But eventually, that season ends. And then you're in the next one. So it's like your next season is going to depend on what did you do in the one before that. Okay, so what did you do in the one before that? Did you run, 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 run like a bitch? Did you fight it tooth and fucking nail? Did you burn everything to the ground? Is everything still everyone else's fucking fault? Um, Are you still feeling real sorry for yourself? Are you still in the same place you were at fucking one, two, three years ago where you were just like swearing up and down how much you were going to change and not a goddamn thing has fucking changed where are you at or are you now finally doing all the things that you've been saying that you need to and want to and will do for the last year the last two years the last three years those whatever I don't know what, what kind of seasons or what kind of trials and tribulations you've had or whatever but that's what it's gonna depend on so like this time this like super uncomfortable really fucking just like hard to even put words on it like please lord some days like just make it so i don't go to fucking prison today i swear to god i mean it can get that bad it can it really can like but also this is how you learn how to like you know regulate your emotions for those of us like me who uh might when the when Pandora's box gets open it's a little hard to put the lid back on you know what I'm saying uh and like your temper can be real real fucking bad like like I said you could go from zero to prison real like like really fucking quick and that's dangerous that's not that's 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 a liability so like I got to do what I need to do to address that which looks like meeting with somebody in a recovery program which looks like going back to therapy which looks like fucking following a certain spiritual path or exploring new ones and like integrating that in my life and and, like also taking care of my body, like making sure I'm eating the right foods, eating enough, sleeping enough, um, exercising, you know, meditating, you know, doing all the things, like getting sunshine, fresh air, vitamin D, like walking on the earth without the damn rubber soled shoes, by the way, shoes are a conspiracy, um, (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Like, I got to do all that shit. I do. Connecting with other people, meeting new people, doing new things, um, putting myself out there, like, you know, going to stuff, like being around people when I just feel like telling everybody to fuck off, you know, like getting out of my comfort zone all the time. Cause that's where the magic is. Uh, So it's like, we, you know, we get those, we get those fucking choices. We do. But the messages that I've been getting in this current, you know, dark night of the soul where every morning you wake up and with a pit in your fucking stomach, like of impending doom. You, it's like, I, bro, I am not a morning person, but lately I have been waking up before my fucking alarm. Way before. I wake up and I'm like, why the fuck am I up? way before this thing is supposed to even go off. And I'm just like, well, guess I'm getting fucking up now. It doesn't even matter what time I went to bed. It's like sleep sleep is effective for sure, you know. Um, And every morning I wake up and it's just like I have to fight off like a lot of residual fucking – like. Fuck like just knots in my stomach, grief, uh anxiety, sadness, whatever. And it's like I gotta fucking get get up and get moving and, and get the get the shit done that I need to fucking do. You know what I mean? Um, I gotta do that. I gotta do that. I understand why people try to like numb their shit or whatever. I do. I do. I used to be a fucking drug addict. I I get it. <laughs> I do. But I don't know. I bring up this dark night of the soul stuff because I think that we are all undergoing an opportunity to either upgrade or get wrecked. And if you miss the window and you don't capitalize on your own suffering and learn from it, get the gold out of it, get the lesson out of it, get, allow yourself to be transformed, surrender to the fucking churning storm. Let yourself be transformed. If we don't do that, mm, next couple seasons looking pretty fucking barren, aren't they? Next couple harvests uh, not going to yield a whole lot, are they? And when this shit comes back around, who's to say you're even going to be able to tell Oh shit, I should have learned it the last time, now I gotta learn it again Nah, you're probably gonna uh, tell yourself what the ego tells you to keep you safe And I know this because I have an ego too that's told me this to keep me safe Oh, here we go again Same fucking bullshit What the fuck is wrong with da 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 da, da? This is why I don't trust anybody Da-da-da-da-da Oh my god And you just use it to reaffirm all your fucking limiting beliefs and shit uh you use it to reaffirm all your jadedness you use it to reaffirm your fucking uh lack of personal responsibility lack of accountability to other motherfuckers and yourself and keep yourself in a victim mode you know what i mean it's like we have those choices and i see people getting upgraded and it's brutal and it's so fucking painful and like there are tears and there's laughter and there is rage and there's confusion and all the things, bro, and we just go through it. We're just going through it right now. And I, then I see, I see people running from it, and that that actually makes me really fucking angry. Because here's the final fucking thing. The reason why I like talking about humanity and our collective like, psychic and spiritual and emotional condition and how we connect to each other is because I truly see... That our biggest fucking problem is that we have really lost the art of caring. We have really lost the art of seeing beyond the brim of our own fucking nose. We have really lost the art of connection and of authenticity and of love. And that is literally the antidote to like pretty much every fucking problem I can think of. I'm guilty of it, too. I'm not saying I'm fucking... I mean, don't ever get me twisted. I am just as much in, in the fucking... In the struggle, in the mud, and, and, and you know, fighting to be transformed, and surrendering to be transformed, all that shit. All that shit. But if there's one thing that I can fucking do in my life, it, it would 100% be to bring more love into this world. Because, my God, it is so fucking needed. It is the absence of it that causes pretty much all suffering. But what? And it's like people have this wired instinct for it, so they want it. But they're also terrified of it. How the fuck did we get programmed so well that we are terrified of our solution to all of our fucking problems? How? Sure, there's a lot of answers for that. And that could probably be a different podcast. Um Yeah. Hmm. I might bring a guest on for that. That'd be an interesting thing to talk about. Um and my friend is gonna be here from Oregon in like two weeks. So we're probably gonna do a podcast together. And I got a couple other people too that I wanna do one with that uh, it would be remote, but um But yeah, I just, I really, if I could do one fucking thing, dude, it would be to bring love back. More love and less just self-serving bullshit, dude. Like, what the fuck? We have so many wounded ass children in adult bodies. So there's no, uh, like, adulting or mature fucking anything going on here. There's no leadership, hence why the nanny state's so fucking convenient. But what about the next generation? What do they have to look up to? They ain't even looking up to you anymore. They're looking down at their phones. How's that make you fucking feel? Hmm? They don't have anybody to look up to. They don't. Because their fucking parents are children too. They don't have anything to teach them. Nothing worth knowing at least. Maybe I'm wrong. And obviously I'm not talking about all of you. Um, if you got offended by that, it probably means the shoe fits. Uh, otherwise you would know that I'm not talking about fucking you. But that's an issue. That's a fucking issue, bro. It is. It is. I don't know. So that's about all I have to say on that for tonight is just like for those of you who are going through it right now, as much as it hurts, the best thing I think that we can do is is surrender to it and open ourselves up to it. The crashing waves of it, the grief of it, the loss of it, the pain of it, the everything. Feel fucking through it. Let yourself fucking cry, be angry, like physically get it out, whatever, talk it out, write it out, journaling, uh creative outlets, like you know music really helps me. Whatever the fuck you do. Um, but get it the fuck out. Get it out. Suppressing it just gives it a home. You have to it has to go through you. It's not natural to hold on to that shit. Uh, And I say this because I really do believe that the survivability of what is coming down the line, as much as y'all fucking hoes want to act like, oh, it ain't gonna happen, it won't be that bad, or da-da-da, some of you guys are based as fuck, and you know the truth, Uh, and you're also paying attention to, like, your eyes, um and some of y'all were hella based and I think that you just like kind of got blackpilled a little bit and you're just like ah nah it's fine it'll be like I've seen I've watched this happen in people before like and I've and I'm just like what like fucking what the fuck you were like a prepper like what and now you're like ah everything's fine like no nothing blah blah and I'm okay I get it I get it you're scared or whatever um I get it I get it I do I mean, you can't be in, like, panic fight or flight mode all the fucking time. That's why it's good to be, excuse me, motherfucker, in, in action and in the solution and part of a network. But you cannot have a network if you can't connect to other people. And you cannot connect to other people if you cannot truly connect to yourself If you can't level with yourself, get honest with yourself. And that's what the fucking dark night of the soul is about. It is about facing what is in the mirror. And it was likely instigated by a person, place, or thing, situation, whatever. That you thought fucked your shit up. But in reality, it was a mirror for the unhealed parts of you that you could not see and they were revealed to you. So what do you want to do about it? Do you want to acknowledge it and see it? Or do you want to like keep blaming and running and hiding or attacking anything that fucking points it out? I mean, whatever. I wouldn't recommend uh, the whole running or fighting or numbing or whatever, but if you do it, I have also done it. That's why I don't anymore. You know what I mean? Like I know to not do that because I've done it and it doesn't fucking work. It actually makes things like a thousand times worse and you waste a lot of your life. So I don't do it anymore. But like, holy shit that I used to, you know, um, do I have patience for people who do that shit? Not really. (laughs) I, I kind of don't. Uh, I'm just, I'm like, ah, I can't. Like, like I do to, like, you know, the, but it's, I got, fu- I mean, Man. I'm not perfect. I got fucking limits, bro. But it's, like, even for me, even for, like, what I went through in the last, like, and what I've been going through in the last, I want to say, month and a half. Um. I mean, you could say I've been going through shit for a lot longer than that. But, like, let's just take the last month and a half. Of like the new wave of challenges. Dude, it took me a month to even see, like fully see some shit about me that I needed to fucking face. It took a month. And it took a lot of pain and a lot of desperation and a lot of fucking like surrender and prayer and asking for help and seeking out that help that I knew that I needed. Like it took, it, it, like it took, and then all of a sudden, boom, it was revealed. And I would imagine that that's only the beginning. I would imagine this is going to continue and have quite the bit of a fucking ripple effect. I don't know where it's going, motherfucker. But uh, with that, I am out. I hope this made sense. I fucking... (laughs) I hope this made sense and added value to somebody's fucking life. Um, Let me know how you're feeling. Let me know uh, if you want to hear the first three episodes of the Great Silencing Podcast. you got to go to YouTube. Scroll past my music videos. The YouTube channel is called Testamona. Go to the vlogs and podcast playlist. You will find the first three episodes there. They are also on Odyssey, but Odyssey just synced it from YouTube. So it's like super unorganized. So you're going to have to just dig for it. Um, But those are, and they're also in my uh, The Great Silencing Uncensored Telegram channel. Uh, Those are the only places you can get the first three episodes because. For some fucking reason, my computer just deleted them. So when I went to get all my pods on all the platforms, I was like, oh, they're all gone. Cool. So they're, this is going to be the second one that's live on all, on all platforms. Because uh, the, four, the last one I did was when uh, Shane died. And I did one about lessons from death. Um, and also I just did a podcast with Operation Kill the Mockingbirds. It is episode 101 of theirs, and it is called Resting NPC Face. We talk about, uh, solutions, community building, uh, food shortages, crises, uh, crises, whatever, uh, inflation, supply chain, fuck shit, you know, a little bit of, uh, news commentary, um, God, what else did we get it? We got into a lot. I think we got into like social credit scores and like UBI, uh, smart cities. Um, dude, we got to do a lot of shit on that podcast. So i check out Operation Kill the Mockingbirds um, on any podcast platform. And episode 101, Resting NPC Face, that is the one with me. It says with Testamona. So that was a dope one. Other podcasts can be found in my links or whatever. Um and yeah, if you want tickets to the Self Reliance Festival, if you can go in person, link in the description. If you can't go in person and you want the virtual pass to get the recordings of all the speakers, I don't know if they're gonna record the entertainment section, which is like obviously music, which is like uh be performing there and shit. So will some other artists. Um, I don't know if they'll be having that in that package. I honestly don't know. But uh If you want all the speakers, and these are people coming from all fucking all over the place, these are some fucking pretty big names, Um, you can get the virtual pass, my friends, and it will be available for infinite fucking replay thanks to our friends at the Live Free Academy, John Bush, Exit and Build Land Summit, freedomcells.org, all that kind of shit. Um, that's who's gonna fucking be out there, man. And hooking y'all up. So if you want the link to in-person Self-Reliance Festival, which is coming up October 1st and 2nd, or the virtual, uh, both those links are in the description. If you decide that you want an EMP shield for your car, which I have, for your home, for your RVs, solar equipment, anything that you don't want to get fucked in a power surge, um... Use go to empshield.com, learn about them when you buy something and you go to check out. Use the coupon code Testimona, you get $50 off. Okay, these things I mean, like if I can afford it, so can you. Uh, trust me. (laughs) Um so yeah, I do not regret that shit at all. Those people are. I mean, it's the it's literally the only EMP shield on the fucking planet that's passed like multiple military and others other like really high standard testing for any type of electromagnetic pulse. It does not have to be a an act of war or a high altitude detonation. It could be a you your fucking car or house could get hit by fucking lightning. That shit is still gonna work if you got an EMP shield. So. If you want that, there's that. I can also include the auto discount link, whatever. Uh, What the fuck else? I need to, I'm sold out of my hidden comb uh, dagger blades, hidden in plain sight, concealed knives that I sell. Uh, I'll let you know when I'm back in stock. If you want some, contact me uh email testimonial at protonmail.com or just dm me on literally any social media platform like i said the link to all my socials is like in the description it's on the link tree hyperlink just go there and find me um or email me or go to com and go to the contact page it'll email, it'll email me do that shit if you want if you want one of those fucking knives because they sell out fast like i sold mine hella i bought a gang of them dude and had them fucking put together, da da da, uh, and uh, they were gone real fast. So if you want one, let me know, so I know how. If I, no, so if I know I gotta order more or not because I, I'm gonna be selling them fucking at some events that I'm going to soon. So if you want some, let me know. Uh, also, you gotta specify what color you want, black or pink and uh yeah we'll work out the details motherfucker so yeah uh be on the lookout for our new track october 7th uh check out the other episodes if you want to hear episode 4 it's on all platforms just like this one you want to hear 1 through 3 go to youtube you want to hear my any of my music videos go to youtube or any other or platforms uh you want to fucking hear the vlogs the behind the scenes of like you know my experience Coming from, you know, blue liberal states where there are a lot of restrictions to firearms and, you know, means of defending yourself, to moving to Tennessee largely for that fucking reason, um, to get away from that shit, and getting to go through training at a place like Tactical Response, um, and being able to just like what that means, like as a person as a woman who has been through many assaults uh of like pretty gruesome fucking nature in her life um it's a big deal like when i bought my first pistol here legally like i fucking cried like legit tears of happiness because i was like damn yo like i don't ever have to get raped again like that like that type of feeling is like fucking unbelievable is unbelievable And it's like, you could sit there and be like, wow, what a sad world we live in. Okay. Like we live in the world. The world is rough. You know what we should do if it makes us sad is like try to make it fucking better. We have that power. We're co-creating reality all the time together. Problem is that we're all doing it unconsciously. And so that's why it's so easily manipulated and so easily fucking used against us. We can change that at literally any time so we're working on it join us motherfucker uh surrender to your dark night of the soul and uh so we can go into the next season and make that shit a fucking season of like harvest beyond our wildest goddamn dreams man uh you know so let's do it i say let's do it i'm I'm gonna go to bed (laughs) because i have to get up fucking early So let's see about uh, how do I leave this motherfucking thing. I just started using this for podcasts. Um, I'm hoping when I push this button, it does not fuck everything up. Let's see what happens, bitch. Okay, bye.